Well, hello, everybody. C.L. King coming to you live from the illustrious Ruth E. Plowden Legacy Chair on this Tuesday night. So good to be with you. It is a distinct honor and privilege of ours to bring to you another hour of absolute broadcast power from this chair. What's up, VP? So great to see you, Greg Smith. Mean you getting ready to go on a road trip, brother, but a different kind of road trip. <laughs> so again, many people have a period of time that they measure, and they put a lot of stock in those areas. When you're born and when you die. But what we do here at Impacting Life 24-7 is we observe and we magnify the area in the middle of those times because that really is what matters your life while you're here hello mom belinda tyson linder so great to see you and at impacting life 24 7 we realize that we cannot do much about the past we can make amends we can apologize but you can't get that time back. We really can't do much about the future because the future may never come. May not. Truth is, what we have control over is what we focus on here at Impacting Life 24-7, and that is our lives every single day. So thank you for joining with me. This will be a abbreviated broadcast because... Just because. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're playing the music again. See, I'm out of practice, Greg. I've been out of the studio for a week. I didn't even remember <laughs> to turn off repeat, brother. So here we are, Impacting Life 24-7 with your host, CL King. Again, I am high atop the glorious and illustrious Ruth E. Plowden Legacy Chair. This is the chair that we named in honor of my foster mom. And... Yes, it is. Whoo. It has been quite the past week and a half or so. And I recognize that when I bring this show, when we, not I, because it is a literally a collective it's a collective effort from various people that help with this show. Greg, Mike, Katrina, Danny, and of course, all of our sponsors. So it is it is a collective effort. I just happen to be the guy that they that drew the short straw that says I have to do the talking <laughs> because I recognize that early on in my life, that was one of the few things that I could do well. Definitely don't know auto mechanics and things of that nature, but I do know that God gifted me with this one thing, this the ability to use the spoken language. And yes, Greg, uh, 
the the legacy chair is definitely more comfortable than that chair that I was sitting in for the past 24 months airing nearly 200 shows. Yes, we are we are on the cusp, ladies and gentlemen. We are on the fringe edge. We are uh, literally we can see the finish line for episode 200. And I have been pacing it because we want to put all of our um those great testimonials that all of our guests put together. We want to put those together in a montage for episode 200. So hello, Flossie, the ninja of health, Flossie Jama up there in, I forget where she's at. She's in Washington state or something. Hello, Spencer Harris. That is the, he is the James Harden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> amongst my friends he's got the he's got the dopest waves and the killer beard that we all just wish we could grow but of course and when i grow mine it looks like i'm 75 years old so there's that so why haven't we done a show <clears throat> over the past couple weeks and or the past week at least st louis yes i i i i'm sorry flossy that is one thing that i i do struggle with in this in this show is that that even in the midst of doing a live show with all the notes and preparation right before me i forget what i'm looking at my short-term memory is fried and that ladies and gentlemen is due in part to seven years of opioid use so I'm going to be doing a show on that here real soon. I've already done a show on opioids, but I'm going to do a show on how drug dealers have finangled their way in through social media platforms and are making drug transactions through the likes of Facebook and Instagram and such. And our young people are, are falling victim and prey to that. And speaking of social media, what happened yesterday, y'all? We all, all of us who had stock in Facebook and Instagram said, oh my goodness, we're going to have to sell Mortimer Cell. (laughs) There's the the, the whole system shut down. And I immediately, after advising with my team, said, hey, listen, guys, this is probably a prelude for us to pivot. And, and that's the real deal is that if you have all of your, which we don't, our podcast is only, only probably 10% of our podcast actually is utilized through social media. The other 90% of our podcast goes out to podcast hosting entities such as iTunes, Spotify, and such. So we don't really need social media to run our podcast. We do it because we like the live component. I like feeling live. I, I'm not a pre-recorded kind of speaker, and I like the pressure of having a live show. It just it just feels great. And so we appreciate you, Spencer, there all the way in. Where are you at? Alabama, Atlanta. So I always try to be motivational, try not to, try not to be a Debbie Downer. And, you know, Facebook was down yesterday, so nobody could put out any emojis. Nobody could put out any happy faces. I mean, it just it just sent the world into a tailspin. And I said, you know, and we have been talking about this. I talked about this with another business, as you guys know, that I have my hands and, and tentacles in many areas. I talked about this in another business that I have that, you know, if you're putting all of your eggs in one basket, man, and that is the single point of failure, um, there's going to be a problem. 
Uh, hello, Jolina. Great to see you. Tuning in live to Impacting Life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King, sitting high atop the illustrious Ruth E. Plowden Legacy Chair. And so, you know, I, so I told our staff, and we, we had, we, guess what we had to do? We had to have a group chat uh, text versus doing uh, Facebook Messenger and chat because it was down. And I said, you know, Danny brought this up. Great, great point. We've been talking about this. It's something that we really, really are earnestly looking to do anyway. <laughs> Greg said he lost stocks. He is not happy. Let me tell you something. As a multimillionaire, Greg don't like losing money. He holds on his cash tight. The The, the reality is, is that you must realize that what the single point of failure is in your business, if it's tied to one thing and you don't have a lot of redundancy, Mm. I feel for that business. You know, we're even trying to build Impacting Life 24-7 to where this can continue long after I'm gone. Now, I know that should I depart from this illustrious chair, that it will be different. But that doesn't mean it cannot still be impactful and it still cannot have a purpose. So we're looking to build this empire much greater than C.L. King at the bottom of the show, it says impacting life 24 seven will CL King, but you know, one day we'll be able to just take that off and it'll just be impacting life 24 seven. I understand this has been my vision and Greg's vision and we birthed this thing, but man, it, we, we want to see it go way beyond this. I love to leave it to my kids. My kids don't really like to talk. The only, the only real speaker in other speaker in, in uh, my kids in the kids category is probably Mariah. She likes to jab a little bit. So, the single point of failure, you know, when you think about an aircraft, an aircraft builds a lot of redundancy to where if one system fails, it will not bring down the aircraft. That's called building redundancy. And I think we should be looking at now Facebook, you know, y'all might go censor me and block me and put me in Facebook jail for saying this. But the reality is, is that if you have all of your business ventures tied in through the business marketplace of social media, that's the single point of failure. So you got to build a robust contact list, build a robust email list, build other, have your own website, get people to subscribe to you and connect to you there. And that's what I would love for you guys to do. If you would like to be a part of what we're doing here at Impacting Life 24-7, we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast. There's a couple of different ways that you can do it. You can go to our website, clkingspeaker.com, or you can go to impactinglife247.podbean.com. And you can subscribe there or you can go into iTunes or any place you get your your podcast and subscribe. So that way, should social media go down and you guys rely on this medium by which we produce the show, that you can still continue to get the seamless, (laughs) the seamless broadcast, high level of broadcast excellence that you have grown accustomed to. So why did we not do a show over the last week or so? Let me see here. What are we in? October 5th. So uh, my last show was, I think I did a, I was a guest on a show last week, maybe the 28th. Oh, no, the 27th. And we didn't have any any shows the rest of that week. So why why was that? Well, certainly wasn't because we didn't have anything to do. There's a queue of people clamoring to get on this show, ladies and gentlemen, to to which we just can't get to them all in a season. Or else I'd have to be doing shows every night of the week. So we're pacing ourselves. We're pacing ourselves because it's 
you know, coming up on episode 200 and we want to do that show, right? We definitely don't want to just half step that one, but it was more, it was more than that. It was more than that for me. And I actually reached out to one of our team members, Danny, and I said, listen, I need you to reach out to some folks and cancel our schedule. That is not something we regularly do. In fact, it's been done maybe just on one hand and not using all the fingers. But I said, I need you to cancel and re- or reschedule with our guest. I am the impact motivator and I ain't motivated. Well, you say, why is he okay, man? You got the world by the tail. You known all over the globe. And man, it, it was, it was something bigger than that. After Greg and I did the, the great event, which was an absolute home run. That was Jasmine McGraven's benefit concert on the 25th. It became evident to me that I was closing in on another significant event that was going to be happening in the King household. And as much as I declare to you that most of what you see out of me is legit. In other words, I really do believe in no matter the adversity, you still can make it no matter the trials in your life, you still can overcome them. I've had to live that. So I kind of, I kind of, you know, live by it even to this day, but I recognize that there was a significant event closing in on us. And it was the departure of one named Christopher jr. Our second youngest son, our second youngest kid. And, um, here he is. 18 years old, finally the doors have opened to the dream that we have all been nurturing and watering for the past really 17 years. You know, he started playing the drums when he was like two years old, just a little hair over two. And we, we, we never really realized that when we set out to, see this boy accomplish this goal and support him in this dream. We never really realized how rapid it would come to fruition because when you're living in the moment, when you're living in life, life seems to just kind of chug along. And then, you know, what you've been praying for, what you've been believing for, what you've been practicing for, what you've been putting the grind in for actually when it comes to fruition, you're like, Oh man, I didn't really think that this was, I thought I was praying it was going to happen, but my goodness, Lord, you, you actually let it happen. (laughs) Don't be shocked when you pray for something from God and he actually grants you, you know, the Bible says he'll give you the desires of your heart. If you delight yourself in him. So, as as the moments ticked down for uh as the moments ticked down for Chris Jr. to leave, I knew me being the emotional, high strung individual in the family, that I was gonna have some issues. 
<laughs> I was going to have some emotional issues. I, it, you know, it, it was just not going to be well. And I do not ever, not in a million years, will I bring somebody on this show if I'm not ready for them. If I'm not, if I'm not ready to give my A game, if I'm not ready to have their platform be magnified and elevated, we won't bring them on the show. That that's just not fair. I don't believe in winging it. I'm good enough to wing it where you guys wouldn't even know. But that's that's I, I, there's there's something there's a standard that we've set that we want everyone who comes on Impacting Life twenty four seven to be absolutely blown away by the experience. And if I ain't on my A game, then 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 nothing nothing will work. So I knew and I told Danny I said, hey, listen, cancel. Would you just get this reach out to them and reschedule? And all of our guests were very gracious in that regard. So, you know, last week we filled up our schedule with um, a lot of fun activities relative to, you know, last moments with your, your kid. But, you know, it's like, man, okay, think about it, man. It's it's not like you're saying goodbye. It's just that they're going into a different a different phase in life they're 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 heading off into this place that you've been telling them about you know all those lectures dad that you sit your boys down and say now one day you know what i mean <laughs> after the birds and bees lecture that they that they have to suffer through you lecture you know you talk to them about all the other things you know what well, when you get this when you go here when blah 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 someday yada 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 and then when that day starts you know moving with great rapidity Sometimes we as parents ain't, ain't, you know, at least me. I mean, I know the rest of y'all is pro- probably can handle it better, but I don't think I necessarily prepared myself for the emotional floodgates to open up as they did. So, yeah, it's joy, man. It's absolute joy to see your kid go off to play in the military band for a career it's 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 dude dude starting out life way better than i mean he's he getting the straight up gangster hookup you know what i'm saying the straight up hookup to go and not be the water boy in the band but to, to but to play to play the instrument that he's been playing his whole life the instrument that he loves to play so when you when you when that moment comes as a parent you are overwhelmed with joy like man this is really going to happen i'll be i'll confess you know once we got the word that chris was accepted into the band that's been a long span of time where we've had to try to keep him in a styrofoam bubble to make sure he don't go out here and break his leg or you know get in a car wreck or every time he leave the house we're just like where you at where you going who you with blah 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 because we know how amazing this opportunity is and not everyone can not everyone can just say, hey, look, I graduated high school. I start my career playing professionally and getting paid for. It. That that's that's remarkable. But when the moments turn to minutes. And you're looking you're facing this. uh You're facing this reality that your kid is is departing the nest. You know, as a male lion, 
you say, well, this is what, this is what was supposed to happen, right? This is, you know, the, usually in the lion pride, you know, the male, the male dudes got to get up out and go start their own pride because they be trying to challenge the dad. And that really, I really do see a lot of typology in that in households, you know, stick around for a while, but I don't know if, I don't know if a 40 year old grown son should be staying in the same crib as the dad. <laughs> you supposed, you supposed to, you know, you supposed to go and kind of stay, make your own own place. Now, again, there's various circumstances and such, and I don't, I don't claim to have a monopoly on that thought process, but I do say that in general, let's just say in general, you know, your sons are conquerors that, you know, they're, they're males, you know, God made us male and female for a reason. And, you know, it it, it is just, it is, it's not any, you know, to Trump ladies, but it's just the way men were made. And, you know, I told my son that I said, listen, you were, you were made for this, for this, for this season, bro. You weren't made to, to stick around and hang around here with dad for the next 25 years and us uh, me continue to throw the ball to you in the glove out in the backyard and, and you be satisfied with, you know, $8 an hour and <laughs> going and hanging with your friends all the time. That, that's that. I mean, I was bounced out the house. I didn't get bounced. I'm saying I left um, ar- around Chris's age. And went and and later that year, you know, after, you know, going through boot camp and, and MOS school, you know, shortly thereafter, started my own family and had to figure out the, the do's and don'ts and ins and outs of life, you know, there. And I'm, you know, here I am responsible for charity and Cameron and, you know, subsequently destiny and, and the rest of the tribe showed up. <laughs> And it it was it was that was just what my that was my role and responsibility. I felt that's what I was called to do. That's what that's what I was purposed to do. And it really wasn't, you know, being a foster kid was different leaving your foster home as opposed to leaving a home that you you know you've been um you've been at for for your whole life. So when I come back, I'm gonna share with you just a little bit of of why that was you know, what made that that whole scenario interesting. I'm going to talk to you also briefly about uh, some social media issues that I really do want to bring to your attention and hope that um, we illuminate some things because he, Hey, I'm going to share the screen with you guys, but I, you just got to understand that social media, though a powerful tool, it, we've got to be aware of what's going on in the social media realm. Okay. And I want you guys to know that relative to your kids. We'll discuss that in a few minutes after we come back from our commercial break from our sponsors. Our sponsors help us reach people from city to city, coast to coast and around the world. Our gold sponsors, Michelle Perry, she is the host of the Successful Diligence Podcast and best-selling author of The Pebble in My Shoe. You can connect with Michelle and get a copy of her book at SuccessfulDiligence.com. Paula Cousome has dedicated her life volunteering in community youth programs such as the Young Marines. Paula believes that the greatest asset each young person has is at least one caring adult in their life. Donald Lamb is a gold sponsor and he and his wife have happily been married for over 35 years. He is the proud father of one daughter and three sons. 
Donald honorably served his country over 22 years in the United States Army and retired with distinction. Active in his community, Donald is also the owner and operator of Mama's Boy Event Planning and Coordinating Services. Connect with Donald at facebook.com forward slash Mama's Boy Events Coordinating. Our platinum sponsors, Gregory Smith. He is the author of 100 Simple Ways How to Manage a Property and Evidence Room. Get your copy today by reaching out to Gregory Smith on Facebook or email him at smithg1963 at yahoo.com. Adrian Barker is the host of the Adrian Barker Speaks podcast, a life coach and CEO of Professional Global Etiquette. Please connect with her at professionalglobaletiquette.com. Mr. Mike Black from New Bern, North Carolina. He helps men throughout Eastern Carolina lead a faith-filled life. He is a compassionate leader in his church, a devoted husband, and father. Dr. Nate Dunlap Jr. is the executive director of the PRF Institute. He is the author of What's Next, Preparing for Eternity, and Don't Leave Me Like This, Inspiration to Leave a Legacy. As a 501c3 nonprofit organization, the PRF Institute is blessed to be that premier stewardship-based teaching ministry that truly responds to the needs of families and communities around the country. Find Dr. Dunlap and his amazing team at prfinstitute.org. Poet Katrina McCain is the author of Because She Decided to Love. This is a collection of poetry and prose about love and its impact on every relationship. This raw, uncut poetry book addresses the themes of how we experience love through loss, hurt, pain, grief, and passion. Get your copy of her book today at paulkatrinamccain.com. If you would like to become a sponsor of Impacting Life 24-7, it's very simple. Just visit C.L. King That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Just just visit clkingspeaker.com if you'd like to become a sponsor. We're very thankful for our sponsors. Our sponsors help us reach people <laughs> and from And I got city it still on loop. Hold on, folks. Coast. We're thankful for our sponsors, and we're thankful for the people who get behind what we're doing here at Impact Life 24-7. It really, it really makes life so much better to go the journey with someone than to go on the journey by yourself. And that African proverb is so true. If you want to go far... I mean, if you want to go fast, then go by yourself. If you want to go far, then go together. And we believe that here at Impact in Life 24-7. We believe in connecting with people, partnerships, and such. And so, yeah, Chris Chris leaving uh, really hit home in such a way that, you know, I don't know if any parent is really totally prepared for it. And I guess the, the, thing, that, the, the thing that I wanted to do was I just wanted to take some time for myself emotionally to realize that, hey, look, you know, your son has gone on to bigger and better and, and more profitable things. This is something that you guys have worked on. You know, I was his first coach back back when there was nobody there. And we saw the potential in him. And so, you know, it, it it's a matter of pride but it's also it's it's also a sad time, man. You know, and and my wife who does who has a really a global business now that she does, <clears throat> she was on her live the other night and she just absolutely lost it. She just broke down and I said, "Well, you know, I really don't want to do that on my podcast. I want to try to keep it together, 
because that this just important, you know, form of bringing up your bubbling and crying. But I have cried on the show before. I, I've, I've recognized that I'm human and my humanity sometimes shines through. And so I was looking I was looking at this book by a good friend of mine. We've got to have him back on the show. Uh, he, he was amongst one of our our first guests early on. The book is called Get Out of the Door. Get Out the Door. How to Overcome Obstacles on the Road to Higher Performance. And this is by David Hollingsworth. And when I glanced at this book, I said, wow, how interesting. He talks about getting out the door. And, you know, just 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 a few days ago, we we had Chris get out the door and go live his life. But then, you know, I I was in a emotional state where, you know, I really didn't want to do the show. I really didn't feel like talking to anybody. Um, just, just kind of down, you know, and, and for those who are motivators, those who are content creators, those who, you know, other people depend on for sources of inspiration. Sometimes we, who are those, those sources, sometimes we ourselves need to just say, man, I, my head ain't in it. You know, my, my, my mind is not in it. My heart isn't in it. And I don't want to, I want to be always true to the game. I remember, you know, Jeremiah was trying to be all tough. You know, Jeremiah is the youngest and he's the outdoors kid. I mean, he hunts and fishes and drives big trucks. <laughs> he just different. He, he is his own man. And I absolutely love that about him. He don't, he don't follow no status quo on anything. And so I'm like, okay, Jeremiah's tough. He ain't going to cry because Jeremiah is not much of a crier. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he keeps his emotions close to his chest. But when we when we came back after dropping Chris off, I think the, the weight of him being alone in his room just came rushing in. It was It was quite the moment that, you know, Jeremiah was like, you know, I've been talking to this guy my whole life i've shared a room with him literally as long as i can remember and he he really has they've been roommates from the womb <laughs> and to watch him to watch him break down because hey man uh you know my homeboy my brother my confidant you know ki- siblings keep secrets from their parents that their parents will never know and and that's okay because there's a different relationship amongst siblings than there is even amongst parents and children. See that they, they, they got the pinky promise in the sibling world. You know what I'm saying? And so when Jeremiah looked at his, his room and saw that all his brother's stuff was out and gone, it, the emotions came flooding in and then here goes dad. Here comes the emotions flooding in with dad and mom. And this is just this, this domino effect. And I, I really do feel like that, Though you want to see your kids go and though you want to see them be successful and all of that, none of us really want them to leave. You know what I mean? It's like, dog, if you could just go start playing in the band today and be at be at the local band here in town, that would be so awesome. But it's not not really like that, man. It's not. You have you have uh, you have 18 years with them. 19 20 if you're if you're lucky you get some bonus years and then they they are looking for 
you know, their way out of the nest. They're looking for how do they get out the door. And so part of David's book, though, is is not just about getting out the door from kicking your kids out perspective, but it's also about putting one foot in front of the other and getting out the door. Like he was in a major vehicle accident, which left him impaired. And he rec- he recognized that the only way that he was going to recover and move forward was to, to take the hardest challenge in the road to recovery, the hardest challenge on the road to overcoming an obstacle. And that challenge was to simply get out the door. And oftentimes that's where we get stuck, isn't it? Where we, we, we allow the circumstances of life to swoop in and it can, man, I'm telling you what, it can be an absolute avalanche that can bury you and you don't even realize that it happened to you. You know, if I, if I didn't glance at this and say, Hey, look, King, you need to go get online and do your show because number one, that's what you're called to do. Number two, that's what you're passionate about. Number three, there are people dependent on you to do it. So I had to, I had to take the dude's advice. I had to take David's advice and say, okay, I may not be able to get out, and run a marathon today, but I can get out the door and walk to the mailbox. Oftentimes it's simply those elements that keep us hindered is that we don't take that first step to moving forward. We don't take that first, that first initial step to moving forward. And I I want you to know that, that when you talk about getting out the door, it's, it's really about, taking the action, taking that step that says this starts today. You know, this, this starts today, this, this journey that I'm on, it starts today. I may not finish it. I I may not even look well doing it, but I'm going to get out the door. I'm going to try. I'm going to put one foot in front of the other. I'm just going to, I'm just going to start. And I guess, if you can look at my situation as the impact motivator sitting here in the glorious Ruth E. Plowden legacy chair, who, as everybody knows, Ruth E. Plowden is my foster mom. Uh, I would say Millions to you, of vulnerable Americans struggle to get reliable transportation. I would say to you, don't don't stand around waiting. Don't stand around waiting, even if you don't have it. Altogether, sometimes the road to overcoming an obstacle starts with you just cracking the door and going out of it. And I realized that if I did not come on and do our show, if I didn't get the wheels turning back again, it could easily go from one week to two weeks to three weeks to seven weeks to canceling the show to saying I'm not called to do this to going into a, you know, a deep cauldron of depression all because your son went away to boot camp (laughs) but it's unrealistic to say that you don't miss your kids you know what i'm saying it's it's unrealistic to say you don't miss them that that's not fair it's it's unrealistic to say um they don't have your heart and 
when we when we look at when we look at where our kids go go and wind up, all of us stay. All of us have a, have a tendency to stay close to the railroad tracks of what our kids are doing. You know, all of us do. We all we all are like, okay, I want you know, what's their next move? What's it going to be? And you know, letting them letting them go on in their life and letting them do what what they're called to do is 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 you know sometimes it's tough man sometimes it's it's a challenge not not from the perspective of letting them but just from the perspective of you've had care over this over this great human being for for you know 18 years or whatever and now that care is no longer needed you know and and so I just I want you guys to understand that getting out the door sometimes is is one of the best remedies to overcoming an obstacle, even if it is emotional obstacle. Sometimes it's addressing it, getting out, getting out of your door like David Hollinsworth talks about in his book could be, hey, man, I know I'm not going to run a marathon today, but I am going to do something outside of my present emotional state. We have to be aware of where our emotions can take us. See, emotions are powerful and imagery is powerful. And and when you get caught up in in that stuff, man, you you, you struggle. You you can struggle and you can you can get caught up so well that you don't even realize it, that so much time has passed and, and you're 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 not the same one that you were. You're not the same you. And people are like, no, man, just because your kid left? Yes, just because your kid left. It can happen. So, you know, I want you to understand that there are some, this is one other thing I wanted to talk to you about, that 30% of teen girls have said that they felt bad about their bodies and they said that Instagram made it worse. Now, here's what I've taught for years about social media. I've taught that social media is an is a tool that we should use, that we can use. It's just no different than a saw. You know, this past summer I made uh, a wood bench for the first time and I utilized a saw to do that. A saw is a powerful tool. But it can also be something dangerous if placed in the hands of an unskilled laborer. And if a app, listen to CL King now, if an app is affecting the self-image and self-esteem of our young people, then maybe we should take a look at that app. Wouldn't it have been wouldn't it have been interesting if if Facebook and Instagram was down for a week? What in the world would some of us have done <laughs> if it was down for two weeks? I mean, I've I've gone off social media just for my own sanity at thirty days at a time, and then when you come back on, you're just like, dog, I didn't miss anything. You know, people showing pictures of their plates. You know, out walking the dog. You know, the sun just came up, all that kind of stuff, which we have grown accustomed to knowing everybody's business every second of the day. But when you when you talk about an app that can affect someone's self image. 
or affect someone's self-esteem. It, it, the, the recent report just came out uh, September 17th, 2020, that, that there, there, is a, there has been a correlation between young girls and their self-image about their appearance and this app. And so all I would tell you guys is since I'm in parenting mode tonight, talking about myself as a parent, is that I would say, man, listen, help your young person understand where their self-image and self-esteem comes from. Okay, if that we talked about this earlier, the single point of failure, if Instagram is going to be the single point of failure for your child's view view of themselves, then you need to find another thing for them to do. I can just say I can say this, that our kids have always, 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 always had birthday parties, always. Now, now that they've grown, I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all costing me money, all these parties. But our kids have always had birthday parties. They've always had good Christmases. They've always had, it just always have been that way. And we always wanted them to know that, listen, if nobody else shows up to the party, we there, we got you. You're valuable enough and important enough for us to decorate, even if ain't nobody showing up. Always, always decorated. Always had cake. Always had ice cream. Always had gifts. Always. We wanted their esteem to come from something other than external sources. Are you following what I'm saying? And if our young ladies in particular are getting are getting beat down because of the way an app says that they are or how they perceive themselves through an app, ladies and gentlemen, that is a single point of failure. And uh it's still incumbent upon us as parents to shore up that foundation, man. We have allowed, oh, here we go. Here goes King. He's about to go off the rails, y'all. We have allowed social media to replace the things that we're supposed to do. We've allowed social media to replace telling our kids they're important and they're valuable and showing them. We've allowed social media to replace us going to their baseball game and football games and band practices. We've allowed social media to replace that. Like, well, they've got all these friends. They're connected socially. And yet there, there's a, you know, a third of the girls on Instagram are saying that they feel worse about themselves after using the app. I'm just like, well, my goodness, man. I'm sad this week because my son left. I'm not sad because anybody or of, of anything anyone has said on any social media platform. Never. I remember I got a rating one time as a, as a speaker. You know, you, I guess sometimes you care what people say. At this stage in my speaking career, I don't even do that. But <laughs> I really don't. But I remember I, I gave out an evaluation. And uh, it, was at a, it was at a place of higher education. And the, the one of the, the, the write-ups said, you know, you were too loud. Um, you had a misspelling on your, on your PowerPoint. And it literally, it crushed me, y'all. You know, I, I came, I did three events for all three grades in the middle school. I mean, I was putting out, you guys know, I, I just was putting out all I could to inspire and motivate these kids, man. It was, it was talking about the choice is yours. I still remember that all these years later. The choice is yours. And and after all of that, when you see that in a, in a, 
in a in a review of something that you thought was good and something that you put your heart and soul into, when you see a review like that, you're just like, man, why? I, I just shouldn't even be a speaker. And I'm telling you, it sunk me because I had never gotten a review like that before. But then I realized something. I said, what I'm called to do will generate and stimulate opinions of all types. There are people who just absolutely don't like me just because. Just because of the way I present, the way I roll, the way I talk, the way I scream, the way I whatever. And and that is that that comes with the territory. There, you know, when I go to speak at schools, some of the some of the folks that are educators, they want me to speak educationally. No. Y'all, that's what y'all get paid to do. They paid me there to inspire them to follow y'all lead. They didn't they didn't bring me there to teach reading, writing and arithmetic. That's not my that's not my forte. My forte is overcoming adversity. And sometimes when you get ready to take the end of grade test or you're getting ready to take the ACT, you need somebody to come in there and inspire you beside the same want want voice that you've been hearing for the last 185 days. That's why they bring me in. Because they because the administrators recognize and value the power of an outside voice. But then at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it still comes down to how that kid feels about themselves. And if you're if you guys are seeing that the children, the young girls, the young boys are feeling less valuable because of some silly app, turn it off. Turn it off. Oh my God, how would they possibly survive without Instagram? Turn it off. Okay, Greg and I were partners with this group called Stand for the Silent. And uh, we went to a rally several years back when we were doing our Bully, bully Free and NC tour. And the dad had to get up and talk to this massive audience of people talking about how his son had been bullied and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and some of it bled over into social media and online, whatever the case was. And it's just like, there couldn't be a disconnect. There couldn't be a disconnection. There couldn't be a separation from what is perceived reality. Nobody likes me online. So that means nobody likes me anywhere versus what is reality? The people that matter, matter. And those that don't, don't. And I think we need to, we need to, we need to sometimes have a global worldwide shutdown of social media and, and all the other devices that we have. And sometimes we need to just sit down and do an old fashioned conversation and tell our, tell our young people, Hey man, you, 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 you're, you, you rock. And also to inquire of them. Tell us how you feeling, man. How was your day? You know, Jeremiah, who doesn't like a lot of uh, attention, when I went into his room when he was breaking down about Chris, he, flat, he, he waved me off. He didn't want me in there. But then a little bit, I let a little bit of time pass, and I went back in there in the room, and he and I, he got to open up and talk to me about how he was feeling. He's, he's, not, he's not getting his affirmation from a social media platform. He knows that he's valuable. He knows that he's important because I said, because his mother said, 
and he believes it. What other people say is irrelevant to him. And I know that we, we, we are beyond the capability of having a society without social media. Almost if you present that you don't have a social media account, you look like a, I don't know, you look like you're off the grid, a mountain man or something like that. But really, man, we are supposed to inject our kids with the affirmation that they need. And yes, society will say this, and yeah, they have their own social constructs at school, and yes, there's these microcosms of, you know, whether they want to connect with this group or that and the other and all that kind of stuff. But man, I'm telling you what, (laughs) Greg says, bring back the flip phones. I'm with you, man. Because, you know, when Chris got on that bus yesterday or day before, when we watched Chris get on that bus, he knew that that the people that have been screaming his name and cheering for him this whole time was the one standing outside of that bus it wasn't everybody on social media though he's got the boys super popular he's got a lot of bunch of friends but but at the end of the day he he understood what his value was and and where he got his value was not from a device or from an external source he got his value from where the people who give value reside. He got it from his parents. And I challenge you, I challenge you, ladies and gentlemen, this, 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 uh, this, this new report is, is kind of startling to me that we're still dealing with this. You know, Greg and I have been interviewed. We did a, a campaign called techno turnoff night and all that. Um, and you know, listen, Instagram itself even acknowledges the app can cause harm. Uh, it, it can harm teens self-esteem. And I'm just like, you know what? If it if it's that harmful, then don't pick up the saw. Right? I got that saw that I made that wood bench out of, and I just don't let anybody, I don't even my older kids, I don't let Mariah go out there and just start wailing and flailing that thing around. Especially if she if she doesn't if she has not been equipped. It's a tool. It can produce great results, but it can also maim. It can also hurt. It can also wound. And unless she understands how to navigate this thing and understand that, hey, man, this is just a tool. It's just a tool to get me an end result. And then when I'm done with this tool, that's it. Don't let don't let a, a platform determine your platform. I was speaking to thousands of people before I ever got on. I'm late to social media, to the social media game and all that. I, I didn't need it. We man, we said we can do this. We can we can make this thing. We we forced it to happen. We willed it into existence. So all of you young people out there, listen to me, man. Your value is so much greater than any platform affirmation. Your value is so much more. It's 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 so much more eternal than a momentary like. You know, I got videos that have 40, 50,000 views. Uh, over a half a million people have watched our videos over the last 24 months. And you know what? Ain't none of them say, ain't none of them here pat me on the back saying, man, poor king, so sorry that you, you're, you're sad your son's gone. 
I know where I know where the value comes from, y'all. I use social media as a tool. And everything else is it, everything else is gravy. But man, if I start seeing, you know, King ain't getting likes or King ain't getting this or people are saying you're washed up or maybe you need to uh, throw in the towel. Okay, great. I hear what y'all saying, but this is the direction I'm going. That's why I don't get swayed, man. If 99.99 billion people are doing something and I see that I need to go a different direction, that's the direction I'm going. And if none of y'all like it, I'm sorry. God didn't give you this, this, this frame. He gave it to me. So that's why I'm going this direction. And that's what we got to teach our young people, man, that, man, you can't be swayed by the left and right, man. You can't. This is what I loved about Chris, man. He would, he would, that's right, Greg, haters are going to hate. He would be in his room. And I, this is the one thing we do miss in the house. The, 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 the faint pattering. Because he had a practice pad. Now, of course, he had a $2,500 drum set in the other room, but, but sometimes that does get a little loud and obnoxious, but the faint pattering is what I would hear. And it was like, I mean, I've been listening to this for years. It was like music to my ears. And you know what he'd be in there doing? Practicing. Cause he knew his value. He knew, he knew the game and what work he had to put in to be true to it. Not what somebody said on social media. Not even the affirmations that he got from us. Chris, you're awesome. He, I mean, he he can't stand being praised and all that kind of stuff. He just like, would y'all please quit posting about me? Blah blah blah. He just he just he's just that guy. But he knew within himself that he was valuable. He knew within himself that he had a purpose and he had a mission. And if nobody else. You know, there wasn't this big old flood of people saying, hey, Chris, man, you're going to make it. You Just go audition in the Army. Go audition in a band. You could do it. You're, there wasn't no big old flood of people doing that. And, you know, there was all different types of stimuli from all different sources. Hey, well, you know, uh, Sam's is paying 11 bucks an hour, brother. I said, bro, you want, you want, there ain't nothing wrong with it for all y'all working at Sam's making 11 bucks an hour. There ain't nothing wrong with it. But man, this ain't, that's a that's a that's a that ain't no landing zone for me, G. And Chris knew that his value was more than eleven bucks an hour. His, he knew his value was more than wearing an orange vest and going getting carts. So guess what he did? With nobody else around, nobody else affirming, nobody else cheering, nobody else pumping and pride priming, man, in there on that silly practice pad. That's where the affirmation comes from. When, that's where you can see the realization of what's inside of a person, not because of what's on a silly phone. I wish all you parents would share this with your kids and, and sit down with them and tell them that they're valuable. The young ladies, they don't, they don't have to dress like skanks and post pictures all over the place for, for men to salivate over for them to be, be valuable. I know, boy, I know y'all really just don't like that part right there. But let me just, I, this is my, I'm old school, okay? So y'all be y'all new school. Let me be my old school, all right? Th- they can be valuable and they can be, they can be honored and, and loved without having to exploit themselves, because what's happening is that, you know, Instagram is a picture app, right? So they're putting their pictures on there and they're not getting the response that they were hoping for. 
So they begin to hate themselves. It's funny you don't see a giraffe or a zebra. You don't you don't see them out there taking selfies or worried about what other people think about them. You don't see a lion or a leopard out there con- concerned about <laughs> cuz it's in their nature to know where they rank. And it's it's time for us ladies and gentlemen, you're right Greg, we definitely got to do that that taps summit teens and parents that, that that's going to be we've been had it on the back burner and it's about time for it to come out because you know what if if you know what greg if 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 young ladies and young men are still feeling like their value is wrapped up in an app we are not doing our job brother we are not getting the message out that you're val- you're so much more valuable than whatever an app says I mean, I look at analytics and sometimes I look and say, man, boy, we took a dip this week. My show must have just our show must have just been horrendous. You know, only only this many downloads as opposed to, man, we 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 tie so much up into these things that we forget that our value does not come from apps. I feel better now. I feel better. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like CEO King has knocked the, the, the rust off and I feel good about being back in the chair, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but Greg, you, you know, you, Greg, you heard the stories, brother, of, of kids taking their lives. And, and, and because we're so consumed with, with what everybody else's next affirmation of what we did will be, it's like, man, yo, Chris was going in, into the army and playing in the band where we posted one picture of him or, or a 10,000 pictures, whether everybody liked it or nobody liked it. That was his, that was his destiny. That's where he was going. His affirmation was already secured. And if he sat around sucking his thumb saying, well, nobody's happy that I'm going in the army. Man, come on, dog. Get out the door. Yeah, let let's let's work on that, Greg. Maybe we can maybe we can kick off the uh after the holiday season, maybe we can kick off doing one. I got a place where we can do do it. So the venue won't be necessarily a problem. So we need we really need to put that together, man, and just just make it a, a real thing, make it happen. The teens and parents summit with uh CL King group. We we we've, we've been wanting to do this. Bring uh teens and their their parents together. And, you know, there needs to be some exercises of, I know it's uncomfortable, but guess what? There needs to be some exercises of, hey, this is how you communicate. Because as, teen as teens get older, they tend to communicate less. So you've got to morph your communication methods. You know, I, I changed from being, and Greg will tell you, <laughs> I changed from being, you know, major pain and the drill instructor around here. As my kids got older, I realized that that method was not working for these human beings and and I had to morph and change my approach to these to these great humans that God loaned to me but I but I, and I had to find the right way to communicate you know if I didn't have a communication relationship with Jeremiah he would not have opened up to me about you know how he felt <laughs> how he felt with, with looking at an empty room that his brother's gone Greg used to call me Joe Jackson I hope I still don't have that title Greg <laughs> again i've changed but you know that was because of some influences and you know when i started looking at these amazing human beings god loaned me 
and charity. I realized, man, they will shut me out for for being a jerk, for being a horse's rear end every time I come home. They'll they'll shut me out. And guess what they will do? They will find affirmation in an app. Is that true? They will. So what is it that's causing our young ladies to to feel worse about themselves because of an Instagram app and not feel better about themselves because of who they are? Because y'all know what we post on social media is filtered. It's angled. You know what I mean? Y'all take a y'all take a picture of something in your house and that one section you done cleaned and pledged and spot, spot you know, done everything clean, and then the rest of your house look like <laughs> like yo, man, I just swung by because I saw that post you had, blah, blah, blah. Come in. The house you you stepping over stuff and junk everywhere. That ain't really how we live. Come on. And 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 I gotta go. Okay, I'm I'm gonna close out with the last commercial. But you know, if if we really think about it, what what social media has done as a tool has now been turned into something that is maiming, wounding, and and even killing young folks because their whole world is wrapped up in the external authentication of others we got to do something about that so we're going to put that we're going to put that summit together teens and parents and uh, it's going to be good man we're going to have a day-long summit with parents and and do some exercises and talk about some of these things i know i know see we're we're raising a generation that does not know what life was like without social media so it's incumbent upon us as parents to to give them the 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 non-social media life you know, because, you know, I remember back at, back some time ago when we were on our bully free campaign that ha- an eight year old having a cell phone was almost unconscionable. Now, an eight year old having a cell phone is is like a rite of passage. It's mandatory. That's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. I know. I know. So uh, we're going to do that. So anyway, thank you guys for indulging me tonight. I've got some, I got something really cool coming up. I'm going to have Nisi Jordan. We're going to have Nisi Jordan on the show uh, to talk about her new book. And uh, man, it's, it's, uh, she's my foster cousin. So it's going to be an interesting uh, conversation with her uh, upcoming. I'm going to see if I can, if we can swing her this Thursday. And if not, we'll get her early part of next week. We're, we're back full swing, ladies and gentlemen. I really appreciate you guys indulging uh, giving us, giving me some time to get my emotions together. And that's one thing that I say, man, listen, if you come to the game and you're not ready, don't, don't, don't fake it. You know, especially when there's other people that depend on what you're doing. If, if I, if I come on here and it's just me, well, then y'all can just tolerate me, but I'm not going to bring a guest on who's, who's prepared, who's ready, who's professional. And then I'm just like half stepping it because my emotions are all over the place. And look, I didn't cry one time tonight. It felt good to just discuss uh, these emotions, but but I wanted to weave that that story about Instagram in because parenting is 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 um it's not easy. <laughs> oh Lord knows it's not easy, and I don't get the Dad of the Year award every week. But man, if if young ladies are saying that they feel worse about themselves after using an app, I'm just like turn that mother off 
<laughs> like MC Hammer said, turn this mother out. I say, turn that mother off. If if it if it if it if it's causing if it's causing you such great consternation and agony, then then teach them that their their value doesn't come from there. Okay. So with that, I'm going to what am I gonna do? I think I'm gonna share my screen with y'all one more time as we depart for the night. And um I thank you guys for for tuning in. Like I said, we'll be back here Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do not miss the episode of Impacting Life 24-7. It will. It really is about impacting lives. You guys have impacted my life tonight. So I really thank you for indulging me. And Greg and the rest of the team, we thank you. We're looking forward to celebrating with y'all our 200th episode coming up very, very shortly. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all have... A uh, wonderful night. We'll close out with a word from our sponsors if this if this thing will work. Yeah, I might need to. I might, I might need to turn it up. <laughs> Every time you hear Impacting Life twenty four seven, it is brought to you in part by our amazing sponsors. Donald Skip Mondragon the second MD is a platinum sponsor. And he is a 26-year Army veteran, National Veterans Wrestling Champion, a speaker, and author. He is the author of Wrestling Depression is Not for Wimps, Lessons Learned from an Amateur Wrestler's Fight to Triumph Over Depression. Contact him and book him today at WrestlingIsNotForWimps.com. The Underdog Ninja Foundation are platinum sponsors. This was founded in 2020 by Javi and Jessica Madrigal, a husband and wife team that have been battling and overcoming heart disease for 18 years. Their personal story and experiences have led them to follow the calling of empowering, educating, and supporting those fighting heart disease. They have a remarkable platform and a dynamic story. Contact this amazing team at Underdog Ninja Org. Belinda Tyson Linder has spent decades investing in people from all different backgrounds. She is a platinum sponsor. She has led inner city programs for disadvantaged youth as well as being a mentor to young adults, married couples, individuals facing adversity. Belinda and her husband have built multiple six and seven figure businesses and have trained leaders on having tenacity and character. Ultimately, Belinda cares about people. Bettina Carey is a platinum sponsor. Bettina Carey is a four foot nine and a half Latina. She inspires and empowers women to create big results. They break through, no, they shatter their earning ceiling, kick self-imposed limitations to the curb and live their legacies now. Whether she's coaching from a live or virtual stage or conferencing with a small cohort of bold women or men on the rise across from a conference table, her championship strategies and straight talk compel women and men to find their whole new gear and succeed beyond their wildest imaginations. Connect with Bettina today at weempoweryourlife.com. You've heard it here, folks. All of these people help us with Impacting Life 24-7. If you would like to join them, it's very simple. All you have to do is go to clkingspeaker.com.
That's right, ladies and gentlemen, clkingspeaker.com. We'll talk to you guys again on Thursday. God bless you.